Hello, and welcome to listening to Known Unknowns. Known Unknowns. Uh, It's, what is today, Tuesday? We're recording on a Tuesday. We're going to release this episode on a Tuesday as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. We're bringing some real Tuesday energy to the pod this time. Yeah, I'm gonna speed edit today, and then (laughs) I'm gonna put it out. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a week. Um, Harry's been sick for a while. He still is, but we're gonna power through, and then he's gonna lay back down. Exactly. Yeah, and I Mm -hmm. have had a period that's lasted for a million days, and I'm like, (laughs) what is going on? I'm lightheaded all the time. I'm losing so much blood. (laughs) Sorry, that's a lot of information. I don't get periods very often, so this is rough. (laughs) They don't need to know about my personal life, but I feel compelled to tell them. I don't care. I think they do. Transparency is important. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, usually I have a period that lasts like a few days. This has lasted like six or seven now, and I'm like... Oh, like a normal time frame, but it's still just gushing, gushing out of me. <laughs> Sorry. Goodbye, listeners. Yeah. Good. Hey, if they don't want to hear about a period, well, they can leave. Yeah. I mean, they listen to us talk about murders and death and stuff all the time. If you're grossed out about periods, I don't like you. <laughs> People have periods, okay? People <laughs> have them. Your mom and it's periods. rough. No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she does not. Um, so, oh my goodness. I've been eating healthier this year already. This is good. I've been feeling much better. Okay, good. I have lots of um, stomach issues. So it's not just, it's not like I want to lose weight in 2021. I mean, that's a cool side effect of it all. But, you know... Uh, I have lots of stomach digestive problems, um, so I've been eating a lot healthier, and uh, my stomach has been feeling a lot <laughs> really good. Uh, <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, I know. It's really it's wild, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's been going good. I've been um, eating slightly healthier. We haven't been, I haven't ordered out as much as I normally do. No. No, Maybe. we're not ordering out, really. I'm trying not to do that, or I haven't really since the yeah mm-hmm. yeah order in ordering takeout ordering delivery so. yeah <laughs> yeah so ordering out or ordering in mm-hmm. um other than that everything's kind of sucks i mean we're still unemployed if you yeah. want to give me a job <laughs> let me know um i'm recording audiobooks right now for money so i uh, you know it's fine i made rent this month it's okay <laughs> Um, and there's a coup on. There's a coup. Oh, no, it's oh, not anymore. Oh, my God. So, I I know you've all heard th- about this so much. But, but let me just tell to you. Hear our take. Yeah, obviously. I'm a chaos junkie. <laughs> Let's just get that straight. Um, and I have been loving watching the news about it. I don't love what happened. Let's get that clear. <laughs> I don't love what happened. I it keeps me not bored, I'll say. Not necessarily entertained to watch it, but it keeps me uh living. I guess <laughs> that I'm not sleeping all the time. It gives me something to do. 
so I watch all the news coverage possible about it. Um, I've seen every clip of the they have possible. Um, just because, yeah, I'm a chaos junkie and I, I like drama. And this is just prime reality TV. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's all real, so it's not exactly like that. But it's very interesting to watch. And also, I just want to say this. Okay. Democrats are loving what happened. <laughs> None of them died. You're right. And they love this. They are milking it. <laughs> Every time they go on camera, they're like, this is the worst thing that's happened in American history. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know about that. But I mean, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but they're like really milking it for all it's worth. And I, you know what? I appreciate it. Yeah, I but mean... also I'm like, a little annoyed because they they're so dramatic about it like i get it it was bad not good and the more we learn about it the more i'm like wow that was that's dark like it, the whole thing is the whole scenario is very dark when you like dive into it and uh -huh. know what a lot of these people had on them and what they were planning on doing uh -huh. and what they could have done right. and people died but and that's not good mm-hmm but uh, they're so dramatic about it. I'm well, like, I guys, mean, calm down. Yeah, well, I mean, they should. It like, obvious. It makes their opposition look very. I know bad. It, it's so, a like, political, but it's for like political <laughs> gain. They're yeah, not actually I mean, like this is the. I'm saying like from a strategic point of oh, view. Oh yeah, they're no, obviously this is great. doing the right thing for them. Yeah, this is great. Honestly, I applaud them. But I, I'm sure a lot of them are gonna fake trauma. Of, like, that day. I'm sure a lot of them didn't really experience any of it. And they were like, just go down to the basement. So they all did. Mm -hmm. I'm sure some people were very traumatized about the event, I'm sure. Especially sure. if they were part of the group they wanted to specifically, like, hang. Right. And but, you know, I bet a lot of them are going to fake a lot of, like, intense trauma. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably bad to say. But just for, like, Yeah. Because they all evacuated pretty quickly. Like, none of them were, like, interacting with these people, really. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I mean, I mean, that is scary. I, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. They were throwing rocks at the building and breaking in. So that is, that actually is really scary. A lot of armed people. <laughs> Maybe that is traumatizing. But, I, I mean, it is. But, sorry, I had to smell my armpit. I haven't put on deodorant in a few days. I just need to stop talking. You can talk now. <laughs> well, I think that, um, you know, it's it's obviously, it's always a positive thing when uh, co members of Congress are made to feel uncomfortable and uh, their lives are made more difficult. Um, yeah, so that's I appreciate a that. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I don't know. I think that uh, it kind of worked out for uh i don't know i don't i don't, I don't think it I don't, uh no, yeah that's that's it. my thing that's my thing that's basically my thing and I'm i don't think to that it. it's a i don't i don't think it's good when anyone gets uh no. shot by the police no um whether they're a, a a good person or a bad person um and yeah i'm sticking to that i know a lot of people are like good they died but i'm like well cops shouldn't shoot anyone yeah especially because no like, that woman was not unarmed even in a, like 
just don't shoot people. But well, yeah, no, I mean, no armed person should be killed by the cops either. But yeah, it was not. I was like, uh, yeah, no, no one needed to. Yeah, and I, I'm just generally against like intentionally killing people. Like even oh, yeah. even even cops oh, yeah. too. Like. I mean, Killing cops? You well, mean? no, I'm uh, yeah. Though I, I I'm Didn't less that opposed cop to die that. from like getting hit on the, hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. I have no idea. Probably. I think he got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. I don't. Yeah, like, that's uh, bad. But I mean, it was a dark, easy, easy dark solve situation. For that is don't be a cop. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> well, let's just not be cops, okay? Let's just not do that. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I well, and there's there's a lot to be said about how um, successful they were in uh, storming the Capitol and uh, delaying the election certification proceedings and how that could have happened. Who who standed to uh, gain by that being the case and who um, was in positions of power to allow them to just walk into the capital <laughs> um, yeah with minimal opposition um but they've all heard this before yeah i know we're You've not been saying, living it we're not, we're not saying, saying anything, anything new. new so let's say something new that should be the title of the episode we're not saying we're anything not saying anything new, new. hot uh, take we're not saying anything new <laughs> no <laughs> uh but yeah if you uh cold you know takes. live in america cold takes for breakfast cold takes for breakfast <laughs> Uh, you've been, uh, I'm sure, hearing all about this. So anything else going on? That's basically it, I think huh? That's about it. Yeah. Um, the problem? Lizzie Borden house is up for sale. Really? Yeah, the, oh! the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast Museum. <gasps> really? Is uh, listed for two million dollars. Well, shoot, we that's should start interesting. A GoFundMe. Yeah, to buy the Lizzie Borden Borden house. (laughs) That'd be great. I bet, yeah, they haven't had many visitors from COVID, so they probably have to sell it. It's a bed and breakfast. Yeah, that makes sense. Someone else needs to buy it and turn it into a bed and breakfast. What a good idea. I know. I would stay there. I really want to. (laughs) Yeah. Let's be real. I want to. Yeah. Um. Any other news happening? Well, Su- Suzanne uh, St. John, a real estate agent from Century 21 Saboth, said, Thus far, interested buyers have indicated they will keep the property operating as a bed and breakfast. It is an incredible moneymaker, St. John told WJAR-TV. It is one of the top tourist attractions in New England. Most lucrative mm-hmm. are the tours. And then the bed and bre- breakfast, of course, which is a destination point for lots of travelers. I would do a tour. We should go do a tour there. All right. Forever in um, that part of Massachusetts. I've never been to Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Um, Where's Massachusetts, yeah. Carly? I don't know. Wait. East. <laughs> yes. I knew that. <laughs> I'm not good with geography. Um, but I'm better than I thought. I, I looked at a map the other day and I pointed out some states and I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm good at this. I'm pretty good at this. I yeah. I do live in America. I don't travel. I don't need to know where things are at. I always thought right. Missouri was above us. Like when I was younger, <laughs> it's probably like five years ago that I was like, Missouri's not above us. <laughs> I'm not good at geography. Again, I never said I was smart. I'm not. Yeah. Well, I said it. Well, you're wrong. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm proving you wrong. 
right. man. Um, so you go first this yes. week, right? All right, let's get into it. Yeah. Look at my computer screen. Sorry. I apologize. So, it's January 4th, 2012. Yeah? You were being a piece of shit on the computer, trawling the uh, B or the random board on 4chan, uh, calling the other children slurs and coming up with the worst memes of all time. What are you talking about right now? Just the the internet experience. Oh, okay. Uh, one image stands out from the rest as you're scrolling through 4chan. What's 4chan? It's a internet a uh, forum image posting board. Do you think I'm on that? Do you think I know what that is? <laughs> I no. You might have heard of it. No. It's the it's known for being a very toxic environment. Oh. Well, well that's why I'm not the, on it. The slash B, the random board. But um I don't know. It's it's like a where a lot of the like alt-right kind of stuff originated. Yeah, sort that of sound good. Or propagated, we'll say. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, one image stands out from the rest. Mm -hmm. It's a black square with white text that says, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. <laughs> to find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. It's signed with a number, Ominous. 3301. Hmm. It's probably a prank. Well, Just yeah. keep scrolling. Don't waste your time. Is that what it says? But what, what if it's not? Oh. What if there is a message hidden in it? It's probably just some viral marketing campaign. What if it's a marketing campaign for something cool? But what if it's good? Probably just trolling by someone with too much time on their hands, you say to yourself. You don't notice as the clock ticks by the tenth straight hour since you got out of your computer chair. <laughs> Maybe someone with too much time on their hands made a fun puzzle. Maybe it was more than one person. Maybe it's a tech firm recruiting. Maybe it's some government agency. Maybe it's a secret society. Okay, scroll back up. Just give it a look, another look for a minute. This week, I'm talking about the mystery of Cicada 3301. I don't know this, but I can tell you had plenty of time to write this. <laughs> it's poetic. <laughs> I like it. All right. So, um... A couple, a couple of terms to get out of the way. Uh, first, cryptography, which we've talked about before, which is the art of writing and solving codes. We're okay. going to be talking about. Yeah. And then I had to look up this one, uh, steganography, which is the art of concealing a message within another message or an object. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, what is it? Steganography? Yeah, steganography. Mm. Mm -hmm. So. Soon after that initial message was image was posted, uh, people started hypothesizing about it, um, reposting it to other sites, and discussing different strategies of cracking it. Um, multiple groups of people across various message boards pooled their resources to attack the puzzle. Um, somebody opened the image in a text editor and found a string of text appended to the end, reading, uh, Tiberius Claudius Caesar says, um, and then a seemingly random line of text. Um, so this first puzzle was what's called a Caesar cipher, um, yeah. which is one of the simplest kinds of ciphers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which is where you just shift each letter of the alphabet a few places. Did yeah, you, you knew that? Yeah. I went to a friend's birthday party the other day on Zoom. Okay. I didn't go there. I went to a Zoom birthday party and uh -huh. they did a virtual escape room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it fun? 
It was fun. Okay. And part of it was doing the Caesar cipher, uh-huh. whatever. Like it was like a bunch of riddles and stuff. And then you had to figure out that you had to put it in a Caesar cipher. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. So I knew that what that was. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so anyway, if you do that, um, uh, do you just shift the... You have to use the ASCII alphabet for this one, um, not the regular alphabet. Um, but that that first puzzle would decode it to be the uh, link to another image. Um, uh, this one was a picture of a duck decoy um, with the text "Whoops, just decoys this way." Uh, looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. Um, but there were clues hidden in the duck picture. First, um, the text. Um, which um, looks like you can't guess how to get the message out, was a hint to use a steganography program called OutGuess. Guess how to get the message out. Mm-hmm. Use OutGuess on the first image. Um, this reveals more hidden text in the first image. Um, a link to a Reddit page, a book code without a corresponding book, um, and the message, good luck, signed 3301. Uh, most of the posts in the subreddit were just titles of jumbled text, but two were images. One, titled Welcome, was a picture of a welcome mat, with when, which, uh, when outguessed, revealed a PGP encryption key and the line, From here on out, we will cryptograph- cryptographically sign all messages with this key, giving people a way to verify whether things they found were actually a part of the puzzle and not like uh, fakes and misleads. Okay. Not a fake clue that someone said. Mm-hmm. They're just saying how they... Um, the other image uh, was a repeating pattern of a medieval tapestry um, with some distortion in it. Um, when outguessed, it gives a clue to look at the first thing at the top of the subreddit, which is a string of Mayan numerals. Um, then you these, use these to decrypt the titles of the other posts on the page, and you end up with a block of text from a book. Um, <laughs> which then you had to figure out was a book called the Mab... Uh, the Mabagonian, um, which was the earliest prose stories from the literature of Celtic Britain. Okay. Uh, so like uh, King Arthur and like Grail myth kind of stuff. Um, when you use this book with the book code that you got from the message earlier, decrypted from the thing, you get this message. Call us at US telephone number 214-390-9608. Um, the number is no longer active, but um, if you called it, um, you know, back in 2012, um, this is what you heard. Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final dot JPEG image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a dot com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye. This is creepy. I don't like this. This is creepy. <laughs> I'll add in the audio so they can hear it. But okay. man, that's creepy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the other two prime numbers that the message mentioned um, that were associated with the first image um, were are the, the, dim, the dimensions of the original image. 509 oh. pixels across by 503 pixels high. Okay. Um, so when you multiply all those numbers together, the website you reach um, uh, had a just had a countdown clock on it and an image of a cicada above it. <laughs> um, 
Cicada. So, so, so eventually um, the countdown ran out on Monday, January 9th, 2012, um, and at which time a message appeared. Um, find our symbol at the near lo- find our symbol at the location nearest you, followed by a list of GPS coordinates for ten locations scattered across the U.S., Europe, uh, Asia, and Australia. Okay. Um, um, perhaps by coincidence, perhaps not. All of them were located in cities and not more than one hour's travel from an international airport. Anyway, okay. um, at each of these coordinates, there was a piece of paper taped to a wall or telephone pole or something like that. This is so creepy. Okay. Uh, on the p- on the poster was the same picture of a cicada from the website and a QR code. Oh, my God. Uh, depending on which poster you used, the QR code gave you one of two messages, um, which included a book code, a clue as to the book to use, and the message, you've shared too much to this point. We want the best, not the followers. Thus, the first few there will receive the prize. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Does this end with something? Um, I hope so. Wait, just we'll keep see. going. Just keep going. So the book code led to a website, um, but after a certain number of people arrived and made it through, the website shut down. This is wild. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. I've never heard of this. Yeah. <sighs> so, so from this point on, this is where... You know, um, this is where they get the best, not the followers. Um, So from this point on, it's difficult to verify with absolute certainty whether accounts of the rest of the puzzles are accurate, as only, you know, a small number of people got through. Um, And, you know, it's you can't, like, verify with the uh, there's no real way to verify for sure that these people like actually uh, actually made it through and they're not just lying about it or. Yeah. Um, whatever. The, the, and the tests were individualized. So, like, they each got, like, a slightly different, like, version of the puzzles. Okay. From this point. So, okay. yeah. So, they couldn't collaborate Cheat. on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were told not to, like, post about them and collaborate publicly and stuff. Oh. So, those who did make it through to the website, um, according to a series of videos I watched on the topic <laughs> uh, from one person who uh, knows somebody else who got through... Um, instructed them to create a new email address and enter it into the site. Um, and they would be emailed back in a few days. Um, they got an email that took them to uh, another website where they got an encrypted message and an encryption key um, that involves a lot of complicated math and computer stuff that I didn't really understand. <laughs> um, um, when they decoded that, um, they plugged what they got of that into the site. Then they were given a, a MIDI file, which is like a music file um i've heard of simple that. like a simple yeah encode length and pitch of notes basically along with a few lines from uh william blake poem um a song of liberty okay um so the music that that file played sounded like pretty random there's no like discernible mem- melody or anything to it but through a tool that makes the midi data readable um it became clear that there were two separate songs um in this file um oh. And when you matched up the letters from the poem with notes from one song, you were able to create an alphabet, um, which then made it possible to create a key to de- to decrypt the final message embedded in the other song. Oh my gosh, this all sounds way too smart. I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have been able to do it. <laughs> I know. It's, it's very. I was lost at the first step. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I wouldn't have understood any of this. Um, uh, that that message that you got was very good. You have proven to be most dedicated to come this far, to attain enlightenment. Create a uh, 
GPG key for your email address and upload it to the MIT key servers, then encrypt the following word list using the Cicada 3301 public key. I keep thinking this is going to be a last, the last step, and then there's more. Sign it with your key. Send the ASCII room armored ciphertext to the Gmail address from which you received your numbers. Your words are, and then a string of words that they gave to each person to, I guess, as their code, basically. I mean, the, that step is just telling them, like, how to encrypt this stuff to get in contact with them, basically. Okay. So, meanwhile, um, a message was posted uh, publicly on the subreddit where they had uh, been to earlier <laughs> with part of the book stuff. Yeah. Um, a message was posted there titled Valete, um, and it said, uh, Hello, we have now found the individuals we sought. Thus, our month-long journey ends for now. Thank you for your dedication and effort. If you are unable to complete the test or did not receive an email, do not despair. There will be more opportunities like this one. Thank you all. 3301. So what happens after they chose then the people? PS. Um, oh. So then PS followed by a long string of numbers. Okay. Anyway. So um, so according to uh, Marcus Wanner, who was he claims to be one of the winners of the first test. Okay. So he, he received an email sometime after completion of the last puzzle. Um, it invited him to join the group and said a little bit about who they were. Um, uh, we are, we are an international group. We have no name and have no symbol. We have no membership rosters. Um, they say, uh, they say that they believe that tyranny and oppression of any kind must end, that censorship is wrong and that privacy is an unalienable right. Um, they say that they are not a hacker or wares group and that neither the group nor its members engage in illegal activity. I doubt it. <laughs> and then they, they ask three questions at the end of the email before granting membership um, into their group. Uh, one, do you believe that every human has a right to privacy and anonymity? Two, do you believe that information should be free? And three, do you believe that censorship harms humanity? Sure. <laughs> uh, so after answering... my response. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> after answering yes to all three questions, uh, Wanner was given access to a deep web forum for the group uh, where, he, where he met about 20 other winners what? along with a couple of 3301 representatives. Um, one they only heard from once, he said, was a, a mysterious uh, person who instructed them to choose and complete a project to advance technological freedom. Um, the okay. other one sort of acted as a, a guide for the group and like monitored their progress and gave them feedback and ideas and stuff. Um, they asked questions of them and of the 3301 representatives uh, about who they were and stuff and were told that they started as a group of friends who shared the ideals they'd been asked about in the invitation. They recruited like-minded contacts and the group grew into a... It sort of grew in like a pyramid scheme fashion. Oh. Where like... <laughs> You, yeah. uh, you recruit somebody and then they recruit more people and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, though, you know, a very secretive uh, pyramid yeah. scheme. Uh, Wanner says that because of the secretive structure of the organization, um, people only know the members directly above and below them in the recruiting order and no, no one else. Um, he has no idea how large or small the group may be. Um, cool. He says, uh, for all I really know, it could just be one person who made the whole thing up. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, and so the, the group of winners there uh, came up with different project ideas and eventually came up with the idea of making a tool that would work as a dead man switch for decryption key release. Um, so what they're thinking of the case 
is in the event that like a journalist or an academic is murdered or kidnapped in order to stop them from working on something or uh-huh. publishing something, the decryption key for their work would be published um, widely. And so then it would immediately re- make available the stuff that they were working on that whoever murdered them was presumably trying to not have released, basically. Okay. So uh, WikiLeaks has a similar kind of thing where like a, a person who has like certain documents like that if as a, a person who works for WikiLeaks or journalist or something is, you know, harmed or something, those harmful documents will be released, um, basically. Okay. Anyway, work on the project eventually fizzled out after a while, though, and usership of the site dwindled. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so jumping ahead to January 4th, 2013. Uh, one year year after the first image yeah okay another one appeared on the same board uh, bearing the 3301 pgp signature Uh, this one said hello again our search for intelligent individuals now continues the first clue is hidden within this image find it and it will lead you on the road to finding us we look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through good luck 3301 no (laughs) <laughs> so so the second puzzle um, unfolded much the same way as the first. Um, the image contained a code that led to a book that led to a link to a disk image file containing um, this song um, entitled, um, what's it titled? Uh, the Instar mm-hmm. Emergence, um, if you want to hear it. Anyway, uh, so on the disk image, the song, along with a cryptic Linux program, some random bytes of data, and a message which directed people to a Twitter account, hmm. um, which led to another image. Uh, this image um, cont- contained a key to a runic alphabet, um, which no one could figure out how to use at the time. Um, and through more outguessing and decoding, um, the puzzle again reaches into the physical world with coordinates for more posters located in four different countries, um, in eight locations in four different countries, bearing again bearing the cicada symbol uh, with a phone number this time. Um, that gives you uh, more instructions on going to website and emailing things and encrypting things Uh soon again the test was winnowed down to a few people who weren't allowed to share or collaborate on the rest of the test uh, and the puzzle ended um though there was no official like public statement that the puzzle was ending this time it just uh you didn't hear any more from them oh okay um, so at some point during 2013, uh, Marcus Warner uh, says that the dark web site that the 2012 winners had been using to communicate disappeared without warning. Um, uh, he hasn't heard any word from them since. Oh. Um, and one winner of the 2013 puzzle says that they weren't immediately directed to a, a website like the first group, as um, but they were just told to be patient. Um, they communicated with them a little bit more, but all of communication between them and Cicada abruptly ceased around the same time as the uh, 2012 website disappeared. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? No. Oh, I was like... There's more. 
Oh, God. On January 6th, 2014, an image was posted to the Twitter account from the previous year's puzzle. <sighs> Hello. Epiphany is upon you. Your pilgrimage has begun. Enlightenment awaits. Good luck. 3301. What? This is weird. <laughs> Again, uh, encrypted code in the image, leading to a book, leading to a link, uh, this time eventually leading to a book called Liber Primus, Latin for first book. Um, the book was apparently written by Cicada using the runic alphabet from the 2013 puzzle. Um, and it consisted of various uh, philosophical ideas um, in line with the ideology sketched out by Cicada's other messages. Um, some people saw it as like a manifesto for the group. Um, um, uh, along with numerous clues and codes, uh, links to cryptic websites, images encoded in images, uh, another song... Um, to this day, much of the book remains untranslated. Um, as of 2018, of the book's 74 pages, uh, the, own, the, <laughs> Im the meaning of only 19 of them has been uh, discovered. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, on January 5th, 2016, the Twitter account posted um, a final image. On tw in 2018? 2016. Oh, 2016. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's... Hello. The path lies empty. Epiphany seeks the devoted. Liber primus, primus is the way. Its words are the map, their meaning is the road, and their numbers are the direction. Seek and you will find. Good luck. 3301. Beware false paths. Verify open PGP 7A35090F. Um, using outguess on this image only reveals the text of the image again encrypted in the data. Um, so sending people to keep working on trying to figure out the book. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so that's roughly where things stand now with the mystery. Um, even the winners of the puzzles who supposedly co corresponded directly with members of the group have no idea who or what <laughs> Cicada 3301 is. Um, we don't even know like how much we how much we should trust what they have to say because we don't can't, know, don't know for are. sure if they actually won or not. Yeah. And I mean, and they, you know, since they've been given um, a lot of a lot of. A lot of the people who claim to have been winners like are do so anonymously because they are, you know, told not to like talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's so creepy. All we, okay. All we know is the mystery. Yeah. What was their goal here? We don't know what their we goal don't, we was. We don't know. I mean, to find uh, intelligent individuals to uh, join their group is what they say their goal is. What was their group doing again? Um, the one guy forum, like, try to making like privacy and. Yeah. Information freedom kind of stuff. That is creepy. Kind of okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder they... if it'll crop up ever again or if it'll just kind of fizzle out. Yeah. Um, uh, there was another, like, the, the last... Uh, actually, there was one more message, which I don't know when it was posted or if it was just discovered in 2017, um, but it was just... It wasn't... It was just saying to always uh, you verify with the encryption code because... You know, I, I there are a lot anything... of like fakes out there, oh. you know, people trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet once the book is trans, are there still people out there working on oh, it? Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's. I bet uh, once the book is translated, maybe there'll be more. I, pr I presumably, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Yeah, it's just div tough because it's in this weird alphabet under layers upon layers of encryption, encrypting more codes and stuff. Well, you have to have a smart person. Yeah, exactly. You know? I know. Well, what? <sighs> Do you, do we know what the nineteen pages that are translated mean at all? So the, um, so a lot of them are 
So, like, the translation of a lot of the words is just, you know, like, philosophical, like, ideological, like, text and stuff, talking about freedom and uh, privacy and, you know, that kind of stuff, and, like, uh, written in a very, like, grandiose kind of way. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and then there are, like, code... And then there are links to different, like, websites and stuff. Um, some of the websites people have not been able to find. Um, some of the, you know, songs, like, or the one song people haven't been able to. Actually, I don't know how much they've uncovered about that. Um, really, all that I know is that it's a big, it's, a, it's a still a work in progress. But um, only the people who were chosen, I guess, can work on this, right? Well, like we couldn't work on it. No, we we could. Um, so with each puzzle, every, anyone can work on it up to a certain point, um, and then oh. then there's like a cutoff. Like with the first one, there was a website that it only let through like the first like twenty something people. But now is like the book. Could we all work on translating the book? Yeah, the the book is like op- open to anybody. Um, but you kind of have to know previous stuff, right? Yeah, uh, I mean there are so a a good place to find previous stuff about it um uh, or well i was looking a little bit at um uncovering-cicada.fandom.com is a big like repository of like data and like hmm. puzzles they figured out um from the previous puzzles and stuff um and there are, and there are a ton of like message boards and a thing across like reddit and discord and stuff um of people trying to work on it and figure it out <laughs> this is weird it is weird i that's crazy yeah. It's probably just some weirdo guys like who are like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, privacy. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. it. We're, and, but we're all like, <laughs> they made it so mysterious. You I know. know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't really have a guess. I My guess is this. Yeah. A small group of people. Um, yeah. Who are doing it. It could just be like one person with a lot of uh, time and resources. Who... But it's like a small group. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, people have hypothesized since like the posters are like so spread out across the world, it's like a huge like group and stuff. But it could just be one guy flying from place to place, or one guy like paying people in those places to go and just put up a sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is weird. That's weird. That's all weird. You have to keep uh, up to date on that. Yeah. I'll, if if there are any like uh, big developments in the future, I'll, I'll I'll talk about them. I'll try to keep abreast of any cicada news. Oh my god, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people have. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean there are videos on YouTube about it that have like a ton of views, but I also had never heard. It seems like a very niche, but also very like, very like well-known thing in a certain group of people i would yeah. think if you're a big computer science person then it's, it's i bet your if thing. you're on reddit a lot yeah, like if sure. you're that kind of person who's like always on reddit and if it's like a... their main source of like or is there like main social media platform i don't know if you could call it a social media platform yeah, but i think those are the kinds of people who are watching that. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah. I don't know why that just seems e- like the extremely type. Extremely on an extremely online steganography head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That was cool. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you're mine's cool. pretty short. Okay. So, well, short compared to that, and short compared to a lot of my stories. Okay. So here's the thing with this. There's a lot of words I'm not going to pronounce correctly. I looked them up. Okay. 
they're Japanese words, so I don't. I'm just gonna kind of pronounce it the way. I'm not gonna sit there and try to <laughs> annoyingly pronounce it correctly. You know. Okay. Um, well, I looked them up to, yeah. to, but like some of them I couldn't find because they were names. Sure. I couldn't find the pronunciation. So, and then some of them I just forgot because it's been a few days. I finished my research like a few days ago, and then we didn't record. So I just, yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful and, like, pronounce <laughs> these, like, butcher them. Um, but I'm also not going to be disrespectful and try to, like, uh, you know, <laughs> annoyingly try to pronounce it and be annoying about it. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. Um, but I'm dumb, so we've established this. I'm going to mispronounce every word in every language, so yeah. I'm not good at words. Okay, so... I started out, so I, I am doing a cult. Okay. I found this cult called, like, the foot reading cult or whatever, and that fascinated me. So I clicked. Okay. And then it ended up being a scam. So it all ties back into uh-huh. my, like, obsession with scams. But I didn't mean to do a scam this time. It's a scam cult. Yeah. Okay. And so I didn't mean to do a scam this time. I wanted to do a cult, which all <laughs> cults are scams. But this one is like scam, 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 like a scam. Okay. <laughs> scam central. All right. But I didn't mean for it to be, but it ties in. It all comes back together. Okay. So I got my resource, my sources from apologeticsindex.org and then... um. The page that I was on for this specific cult linked to a bunch of articles about it that I read. So um, if you're curious, go to the apologeticsindex.org page for Ho Honohana uh, Senpogyo. Okay. And then it'll link, it'll have all the links to like the articles that they quote from and like just, yeah, get all their information from. And then I also got some from Wikipedia. Slash okay. wiki slash ho underscore no slash underscore hana. Okay. Okay. So the Japanese for-profit sect Hono Hana Sanpogyo was a religious movement founded by His Holiness Hogan Fukunaga. Okay. It is often called the foot reading cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me. Because its founder, Hogan Fukunaga, claimed it is um claimed he could make a diagnosis by examining people's feet. Okay. So he founded the group in 1987 after an alleged spiritual event where he claimed to have realized he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ and the Buddha. Hell yeah. You know, the huge. <laughs> yeah. The group at one time claimed 30,000 members. Yeah. It's pretty that's big. a good one. I know. In a twist on palm reading, mm-hmm. Fukunaga and other cult leaders read the soles of people's feet. Mm. That's funny. Upon examination, victims are told that they have a serious illness or will suffer misfortune. They are then urged to attend expensive training sessions and to purchase high-priced scrolls and other ornaments that are said to ward off evil, cure illnesses, deliver from sin, and break family curses. Ah. So they're so, just making up so, all yeah. ca- You have a big family curse. <laughs> right. 
in addition to supposedly the oldest scam in the book you yeah. read someone's foot say <laughs> you're gonna die here's how you don't die buy my special foot ointment you know i really i really appreciate that he didn't just start reading people's palms and doing this like yeah. he really uh it's outside the box he was thinking outside the box here <laughs> i appreciate this guy very close to the box but just just outside the box just outside the box so it works yeah <laughs> okay um let's see in addition to supposedly diagnosing people's health by examining their feet, Hogan Fukunaga, oh, this is, I don't, appro- I don't approve of this, but uh, who does not have a license to practice medicine, also engages in navel gazing. Um, so a 1995 Wall Street Journal story on the popularity of belly button reconstruction among the Japanese mentions Fukunaga's views. So navel gazing is belly button reconstruction. Okay. So this is Fukunaga's view on that. Japan is so um, umbilicus conscious. <laughs> Sorry, I just like umbilicus, that word. I think I said that right. Like the umbilical? Yeah. Core? That's funny. Uh, because the navel goes to the core of Japanese culture, uh, says author Hogan Fukunaga. Quote, the navel is the core of everything about the person, end quote, writes Mr. Fukunaga in a book about how a navel shape can diagnose one's ills. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Okay. I kind of like that it's like the core of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of sure. like that, but don't reconstruct your belly button to make it bet what to like help your illnesses, basically, which is like, uh, yeah. Police believe that Fukunaga and other high ranking cult members cheated thousands of people by saying that the guru possessed supernatural healing power. Investigators also confirmed that claims of miraculous cures to terminal illnesses printed in the cult's book were all sham. <sighs> Who could have guessed? Who could have have seen this coming? I know. It was revealed during earlier court proceedings that a manual for examining the soles of feet advised cult examiners, so the people who were like leaders who could read people's feet, um, advised cult members to scare people by promptly concluding that they would suffer cancer, die young, or go bankrupt. (laughs) They attended training sessions and bought scrolls or ornaments uh, priced at millions of yen that supposedly brought fortunes to their buyers. Uh, They told the victims who visited the cult for counseling about physical or family problems, that their problems would worsen unless they attended a cult seminar, which cost 2.25 million yen or about 22,000 United States dollars. Wow. In... 19, 2000 something, right. or donated up to 14.3 million yen to the cult. <laughs> or you, okay, you can, you, you, you can go through the charade of buying a thing, or, you know, we both know this is a scam. We both Just know. give me the money. Just give me the money. <laughs> they used shocking words to fuel their concern, falsely claimed their diseases could be cured through training in his cult, and swindled exorbitant amounts of money from them. The intimidation was also accompanied by a specific threat. A victim was coerced during a number of visits by cult officials to shell out another 22,000 American dollars for a five-day training seminar at the cult's sprawling headquarters below Mount Fuji. Mm. The purpose, he said, was to purify his mind and body. Okay. The leader set cult members strict recruitment goals in a bid to swell the group's ranks. 
Separate goals were set for each of the group's branch offices. When the cult's new facility was being built, at a cost of 600 million yen, Fukunaga reportedly ordered cult members to work toward an even harder goal. Staff members eagerly studied Fukunaga's method of threatening people to make them enroll in special training sessions, and the sources said. At these meetings, Fukunaga repeatedly said that lying was acceptable to lure people to enroll in the special training. (laughs) Quote, you should use your wisdom and say things, even if they may not actually be true. End quote. He explained that lies were acceptable as people would learn reason once they began the special training. The group prepared a manual to train people. Hmm. That's wild. (laughs) So, yeah, they set, like, really strict recruitment goals, and then apparently he'd get really mad if they weren't hitting it. And then you'd Hmm. get sicker if you didn't recruit enough people. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) It was a because it was also a Ponzi scheme at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's like it's a Ponzi because, scheme <laughs> and like a, a pyramid scheme. A pyramid, you, where you recruit, you know, a pyramid Ponzi scheme. A pyramid Ponzi scheme. I like really appreciate this guy, but also <laughs> not really. But I like the scam. I wish he didn't do so many bad things. It's a things. classic. It's a good one. Um, Fukunaga would wear $5,000 suits and custom-made Italian shoes. His wife, according to senior cult members, regularly spent $6,000 to $7,000 a month shopping. Which, like, didn't seem like that much to me. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is. But But I would uh... expect it to be like $20,000 a week or something, you know? (laughs) Like, that's no, weak. That's, if you're want, not buying a car every wanted, week, what are you doing? He knew it was weak. He wanted to get it up, too. That's why the, the recruitment uh, quotas. Yeah. Fukunaga reportedly obtained 60 billion yen for more, from more than 10,000 people over the 13 years. I didn't look that up in American dollars, but I know that 2.25 million yen is 22,000 American dollars. So he had 60 billion yen. So, like... Of- Millions Uh, of dollars, right? Yeah, like 60 million. Wow. Uh, Let's see. While he spent enormous amounts enhancing his reputation... Ooh, this is interesting. He spent enormous amounts enhancing his reputation as a religious leader by buying audiences. So he would, like, give (laughs) famous people money to, like, endorse him Uh or, like, have a meeting with him so he could take a picture with them. And these people included Pope John Paul II, (laughs) President Clinton, (laughs) Mother Teresa, (laughs) Margaret Thatcher, (laughs) and other celebrities. Wow. Isn't that wild? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I am, like, screaming into this microphone. I apologize. I just thought that was, like, my favorite part of this story. (laughs) For some reason, this microphone is, like, really picking up my voice, but not your voice at all. The Pope and Bill... I don't know. Yeah, the Pope and... The Pope and Bill Clinton and Mother... (laughs) And Mother... Yeah. Wow. According to the electronic... Do you notice this? Yeah, no, I see it. Why is it picking up me so much? Well, if this audio is weird, too bad. It's free. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Was was it while Bill Clinton was president? I mean, it said Mm -hmm. Bill... Okay. Yeah. It was while he was president. Yeah. That's wild, isn't it? Mm -hmm. According to the electronic telegraph... Uh, In previous court cases, Fukunaga had denied that members were forced to part with their money, which I agree. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Quote, although we asked them to take part in our practices, they themselves made the decision to do so. Yeah. End quote. They had the option. It's so true, though. They had the option to give us their money or they could choose to get cancer and die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> easy, easy, easy choice. Um, he said his own uh, 20,000 pounds a month. So this is from like a British. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably not that far off from. Yeah, uh, yeah 20,000 pounds a month salary was dictated by heaven. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is Jesus Christ and the Buddha. Yeah. If Jesus wants 20,000 pounds a month, who are you to say he doesn't get it? Exactly. Um, one woman... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, but, uh, but many former followers complain that despite handing over thousands of pounds, their problems were not solved. <laughs> yeah. Right, though. Uh, one woman used her life savings and took out loans to pay 112,500 pounds to the group to cure her daughter's chronic insomnia. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't funny, but it is. When she failed to take part in a session held by Fukunaga, he told her she was responsible for her daughter's suffering. According to lawyers, he said, quote, because you didn't listen to the voice of heaven, your daughter received punishment from heaven, end quote. Oh, man. In another case, a 60-year-old man was advised that he would get cancer if he did not attend seminars and was forced to buy a scroll that cost 62,000 pounds. He also bought a copy of the guru's handprint to help him recover. In fact, he was never ill. <laughs> crazy well Whoa. he would have gotten ill yeah, if he exactly. hadn't done that in 1987 don't understand how this works i know i think about all the diseases and misfortune they didn't get i know exactly i don't I, honestly he this helped is, so many people i know this has infinite value they're getting a steal if you I ask know. me in 1987 the sect gained official recognition as a religious corporation the sect submits new members to a harsh training regimen, part of which requires them to go without sleep for days on end as they roam the streets, crying out such messages as, I am living a happy and healthy life. <laughs> and, ready for this one? Yeah. Just yell out, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> that feeling when you're living a happy and healthy life. They said it in Japanese, but I well, that's the translation yeah. of it. So maybe the fantastic one is less just fantastic. Maybe. But I like to believe that they're maybe just not. screaming fantastic. Like if I heard someone outside just screaming fantastic, I'd go up to them and be like, why? <laughs> Explain. If I heard someone outside screaming, I am living a happy and healthy life, I would not think that they're living a happy I would say, who is hurting you? Who is harming you? My, I am living do a happy and healthy. Do you need, like, food and do you need to come in for warmth? I don't know mm -hmm. what's going on. My I am living a happy and healthy life t-shirt is uh, uh, causing people to ask a lot of questions already answered by my t-shirt. I want a t-shirt that says that. New merch. New known unknowns merch. I am living a happy and healthy life. And then the back says, fantastic. Yeah. Fan-freaking-tastic. Okay. After the training, they would be taken separately into rooms where Fukunaga's henchmen would coerce them into play paying large sums of money. The intimidation was often accompanied by a specific threat. 
The cult, whose seminars uh, sold for up to $45,000 U.S. dollars, was raided by police in early December 1999. Haters. They're haters. Uh, Looking for why people want to abolish the police. I know. Like what? It's just a people pulling a pulling an honest grift here. Yeah. And the police come in and ruin all the fun. Yeah. Uh, looking for evidence connected with a lawsuit filed by three women who claimed the cult defrauded them. And I'm like, that's your own fault. You <laughs> bought into this. Okay. I'm just sometimes I'm like, you bought into the like but it sounds like they were threatened so i don't yeah and threatened with illness i i'm not hearing anything like they were beat up to give them money i mean but i i wouldn't doubt it yeah uh let's see in the past three years some 1100 such claims have been filed against ho honohana for a total of uh 5.4 billion yen in damages that's a lot that is a lot All right. In 1987, lawsuits by some 500 former followers seeking the return of training fees prompted tax authorities to investigate the group's finances. Tax officials concluded Honohana Senpogyo had failed to report income, but the cult's leader suggested foot reading is a non-taxable religious activity. (laughs) He's right. (laughs) Yes, he's right. (laughs) It's always the accountants who end up bringing them down. I know. Fukunaga steps down, kind of. (laughs) But he added, however, so he steps down, but, quote, he is still, he is still, quote, the only symbol who conveys the voices of heaven. I'm not the leader of the cult anymore, but But I am am technically still reincarnated Jesus Christ and Buddha. But you still need to follow me. Right. I love that. I love how he's like, I am stepping down from the cult. But just know you still need to worship me. I am still the figurehead of this cult. I am still Jesus Christ and Buddha. (laughs) Interesting that he's Jesus Christ and Buddha. So, like, really it's a combination of those religions just together, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, Those who filed lawsuits against... Uh, this cult said Fukunaga's plan to resign was part of an effort to preserve the organization. The founder was sentenced to 12 years in prison for bilking, mm-hmm. bilking his flock out of 150 million yen in the name of religious training. Fifteen senior cult members were charged with the mass fraud. Nine of the 15 were given verdicts with all of them convicted. Prosecutors charged them with practicing medicine without a license, which, yeah, don't do that. Don't reconstruct (laughs) people's belly buttons. Fukunaga might yet face manslaughter charges in the deaths of four recruits who died during the rigorous initiation rites at Mount Fuji. So that's not cool. (laughs) Yeah, if your initiation has a possible side effect of death, it's probably not a good cult to be in. I really appreciate the running around the streets and yelling those things. That's cool. I think that's a good initiation, but making them stay up for like a week straight and then they die, Uh not cool, man. That's not cool. Legal experts say Japan's criminal justice system is ill-equipped to combat the cult phenomenon. That's the end of my story. All right. Isn't I that like a it. good, a nice little good short story? Yeah, short and sweet. I, I, I think that the, uh, 
I think he did many things wrong, but I think I still <laughs> yes, appreciate him. I, I would him. say so. Yeah. I think. I mm, mean, I still appreciate the grind. Sure. <laughs> He's really going, going uh, for it. I, I think the rule still applies that it's okay to, to scam people who are richer than you. Yeah. Don't scam anyone yeah. with less money the than you. The poor, like, old lady who's trying to help her granddaughter and takes out a loan for, like, a million yen. That makes me, like, sad to yeah. think about. But, you know, if you're scamming rich people, that's not. Well, That's yeah, not, but it doesn't sound know. like he was he exclusively wasn't. scamming rich people. No, that it actually makes me kind of sad. <laughs> like, you know, churches scam people all the time, but it's more for like $5 every Sunday, you know, not thousands, yeah, uh-huh. thousands and thousands of dollars, and then also intimidating them. Right. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of intimidation. Yeah. The church. Well, that's why they tell you all about hell and how you're going to burn in hell forever. Right. And you'll just be socially ostracized. Yeah. yeah <laughs> true. Um, well, yeah, that's my story. Obviously, I don't agree with his behavior, but this is all in good fun. I just, I, you know, we're all having fun here. No, no, no. It's the podcast where we uh, say specifically that we don't agree with cult leaders' behavior. <laughs> yeah. It won't get that agree. anywhere else. No. But also, I mean, a little tiny part of me appreciates the scam. Okay, Appreciates I, I the foot reading scam. Like, if he was taking $20 from people to read someone's foot, mm-hmm. that would have been okay. But he went too far. He went too far. I think it just needed to be, you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, a classic, classic medicine man grift, or, yeah, that mm-hmm. thing. Did um, you see the stuff on, wait, what were you looking nothing, at? Nothing, nothing important. Did you see the, uh, uh, the thing that's going around at those guys who were, like, selling merch from the riot this, uh, this week or last week or oh, whenever yeah. that happened, and they were like, hey, I'm not really into this stuff, man, but. <laughs> I'm just trying to make some money. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> merch. Okay, something is seriously wrong with this microphone. It is like, look at this. Mm-hmm. This is me. And that is like you. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyway, they don't care yeah. about this. So let's end this here so I can lay back down. Okay. Okay. I've been Harry. I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns. Fantastic. Because it's weird. <laughs> uh, that's really good. Wait, say it again. Fantastic. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye.